Welcome to this episode of the Wellness Triangle, your one-stop shop for all things spirit, mind, and body brought to you by us, the Student Advocates for Wellness. My name is Gabriella. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a senior in the occupational therapy program. And my name is Caitlin. I am also a senior in the occupational therapy program, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. And on today's episode, we will be talking about all of your basic healthcare needs. We will be covering what yearly appointments you should be attending, how to get health insurance, and other information you should know when it comes to managing your health. So we're going to start off by going over yearly appointments recommended to attend. And our first one is a physical exam. So it's ideal to get a physical exam at least once a year. I know that it can differ between doctor's offices. In your physical exam, what happens is they provide an overall review of your general health. This includes checking your vital signs, blood pressure, breathing, heart rate, and temperature. They can also do skin palpitation of lymph nodes to examine the swelling um, of any potential illness. They also do your height and weight measurements. Um, it's also good to know that patients can ask to not hear the results if they wish. They also can do an examination of ENT, which is ear, nose, throat, uh, using an otoscope to look at your ear, nose, and throat. They also can do lab tests to examine cholesterol levels, kidney, and liver function. They also can determine if um, there's normal levels of your white, red uh, blood cells, and if there's any clotting in your body. And they can also look at how you're doing with hydration and electrolyte levels. They also can do visual acuity exams. Your visual acuity is basically how well you can see. Then also update any vaccinations and STI screenings. Your doctor can also ask you questions about your diet to determine if you are getting an adequate amount of food um, in your food groups, um, making sure that you get enough exercise, um, take a look at your sexual activity, relationships, uh, your education and work experiences. Another appointment that you should be attending every one to two years is an eye doctor or an optometrist appointment. This is something that you should be attending even if you don't have an eyeglass prescription or a contact prescription, because there are many eye diseases that can develop without impacting your vision right away. So oftentimes at an eye exam, what they're going to do is they're going to do that test that tests your eye acuity, and that's going to have you read the letters or the numbers on the sign in front of you. They also will often check your eye pressure to look for conditions known such as like glaucoma. Um, they're also going to address any other concerns related to your vision, such as like headaches, dry eye, any pain you may be experiencing. And oftentimes they may do a dilation of the eyes. So this is something that they do when they put eye drops in your eyes and it opens up your pupils so they can check the back of your eye for any conditions that may be back there. Next up, we have the dentist, which um, you should see two times per year. This consists of cleaning and examining your teeth, gums and mouth overall. Um, they can also take x-rays if needed to look for cavities or any other complications that are in the gums. And they also may give you fluoride to put on uh, your teeth to strengthen the enamel, which is basically the outer part of your tooth. 
So now we're gonna move on to reproductive health. And we're gonna start with those who have a vagina. So it's recommended for people with a vagina to go to the gynecologist starting at about 21 years old. And people with a vagina should be having a pap smear, which is a test where they insert a Q-tip shaped object up into the cervix. And it just removes some cells so that way they can send it out to a lab to look for things such as cervical cancer. So those between 21 and 29 should be having this done every three years, as long as it comes back with normal results. People between the ages of 30 and 65 years old should be having a pap smear every five years. Um, yes, and also the gynecologist does a lot more than a pap smear. So they're gonna look at your overall reproductive self. So they're gonna do a pelvic exam too, which consists of looking at the outer portion, like the labia and the vulva of the vagina. And then they're also going to look at the inside where the cervix and ovaries and uterus are and make sure that's all looking healthy. They also can do STI testing. They'll ask you questions about your relationships and sexual um, health. And they also can talk to you about birth control and menstruation. Also, individuals with breast tissue should be having a breast exam. So this is something that you can actually do on your own. It's recommended that you conduct a self breast exam at least once a month. And the best time is about three to five days after your menstruation or period begins. So it's really important to look for any abnormal changes in skin texture. So your breast may like show signs of like dimpling or puckering, or there may be indentations in the skin. Um, and the skin may also look orange or have any lumps. And if you do have any of that, you definitely want to reach out to your doctor. Oftentimes, individuals will go for a mammogram if they have breast tissue. This isn't until later in life, about 40 to 45 years old. But this is like an x-ray that will look at your breast tissue to make sure that everything is normal and that you're not at an increased risk for breast cancer. And for those with a penis... Um, they will usually have a penile health checkup at their physical exam. If there are any concerns or risks, they may be recommended to see a urologist. Uh, people with a penis do not have to um, examine their prostate until about 45 to 50 years old. Next up, a dermatologist is a skin health doctor. Uh, they will usually do a whole body scan to look for any abnormalities or concerns on the skin. Example, like a birthmark and a weird shape or color. Uh, they can also prescribe medications for the skin, any rashes, itching of the skin, acne, etc. And they can also address any concerns with skin growth um, or potential cancer. And a dermatologist appointment is recommended for once a year. Awesome. So now we're going to start to transition over to insurance, which is something that you do need to be able to attend all of those yearly appointments that we just talked about. Um, so insurance, what is it? How do you get it? So health insurance is something that helps with payments for medical appointments and sometimes prescriptions. So in order to come to Springfield College, you do need to be on a health insurance plan, whether that's your family's plan or whether it's the plan offered through Springfield College. But most states allow individuals age 19 to 26 to remain on their parents' insurance plan. 
So like I said before, Springfield College does offer their own health insurance for students. You should be getting an email at the beginning of every school year to apply for it if that's something that you do need. Also, most full-time jobs offer health insurance. And if you have any more questions about how to find health insurance, healthcare.gov has many options and information on how to apply for a plan. And then just going over some terms to know um, regarding health insurance, there's something called a copay, which is a fixed amount uh, for a covered service. And this is paid by a patient to the provider of service before receiving uh, whatever service they're getting. There's also something called a deductible, which is the amount you pay for uh, covered healthcare services before your insurance plan starts to pay. So for example, with a 2000 deductible, you pay the first 2000 of covered services yourself. After you pay your deductible, you usually pay only a co-payment or co-insurance for covered services. And then when picking a health insurance, it is important to consider the health insurance networks a health insurance networks um, is basically a group of doctors, hospitals, and healthcare providers that um, health insurance companies contract with to provide medical services. Something else that's really important to consider when it comes to your health is your family history. So oftentimes you go to the doctors, they're going to ask you, do you have a family history of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, any of those things? Um, so understanding your um, family history can help you take preventative steps to avoid developing a condition in the future that genetically you're at a higher risk for. Um, so your doctor will be asking you questions like that at your appointments. There are also many procedures that are done to examine if you have a condition. Um, so we talked about mammograms earlier, which examine your breast health, but there's also colonoscopies, which is a scan of your intestines and rectum to make sure that you are all healthy up there. These help to prevent a cancerous disease from becoming like really advanced. Um, sometimes you'll have to go for those exams earlier than the anticipated age because you have a family history of a condition. The Student Advocates for Wellness are now offering our contactless condom program. Springfield College students can receive free condoms in discreet, unmarked packaging delivered straight to their door. All you have to do is go to our Instagram at SC underscore student advocates, click the link in our bio, and fill out a Google form telling us your name, dorm, and room number, and the condoms will come straight to your door. Once again, that's at SC underscore student advocates. And always remember, we come faster than you do. It is important to note that everyone's experiences with healthcare will vary. And this can be due to an individual's culture and how they perceive healthcare. It can be due to their family history and it can be due to their access to healthcare. So if you have any questions that are more about your own individual experience and journey with healthcare, the best thing to do is to reach out to your medical provider and healthcare team so that way they can answer questions that help promote you to live the healthiest life. And for any resources for additional questions, concerns, uh, to just get more information, we do have the Springfield College Health Center and there is also Bay State and Mercy which are also located in Springfield that are nearby. Thank you for joining us today in our discussion about healthcare. For all things student advocates, follow us on Instagram at sc underscore student advocates. We hope you enjoyed this episode and tune in for our next episode on Wednesday, April 6th.
Oh, 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 oh,